segue <laughs> into the intro. Tell the cake was good. The cake was delicious. We can talk about the cake and the caldo. And the caldo. Yeah. I'm happy. I mean, you may have beat Nancy in her triple luchi. <laughs> That's awesome. Triple luchi. The triple luchi was bomb. And that edible hit hard yesterday. Dude, it Dang. did. It got you too? Yeah. I got home and I started feeling it. And I was just like, oh, can I just want to go to sleep? But then I'm like, what a waste. What a waste. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was up for about another two hours and I was telling Christina when she got here, I was just like, fuck, I woke up today. And probably by the time noon came around, all of a sudden I was just like, I don't know what my thoughts were, but it was just basically like, oh, man. When did I hang out with them? Fuck, that was just last night. I thought it was like three days ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I was, uh, I got home, and uh, um, first of all, I was halfway. I knew I couldn't drive, even though it was like what, maybe one hundred and fifty feet away. <laughs> You're right. And because it hit me as I was going down, I was like, "Oh no!" And so I call uh, Steph, and I'm like, "Oh, it hit um, you that hard." Yeah. Oh, yeah. On the way there, okay. and then I'm like, la la la. We're talking. I was like, ah, fuck. I forgot the bunny food, which was in my trunk. And she's like, just come home. And I was like, no. And so then I turn around and I got grab that. It's an adventure time. Yeah. And then I'm like walking back home, and she's like, what did you have? Like an edible. She's like, what kind of an edible? I was like, a delicious one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but time. I was no. Just it hit like, me hard too. Gone. Yeah, you and April April were just <laughs> in your own little world for a I second. I love there. when she actually feels it and she's like giggling with me. It's the best. Yeah, when she doesn't get paranoid. Yeah. Or when she doesn't fight the giggles. Because yeah. she she will fight it and then ruin her high. Yeah, and then gets she gets paranoid and she thinks everybody just hates her and thinks she's annoying and yeah, like and that everybody's yeah. listening to her laugh or whatever and judging her and we're like yeah. we're all in our own little world. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when we were when we were in the kitchen by ourselves, I was like, "What were we even talking about?" I just remember laughing at everything. It was hilarious to me. Yeah, I don't know. You guys were just I don't know, you were talking about the whipped cream or <laughs> creaming things too much, or I don't know. It was weird. I walked in there and you both had white shit all over your lips. <laughs> <laughs> and then I see their little message that. Uh, tits was laughing because she could hear April giggling in her room around midnight a little past midnight they're still yeah. high as fuck yeah <laughs> and the thing is I had already fallen like started like falling asleep finally got comfortable because it's not my bed and I'm like what the fuck is that noise and I'm like oh, is she choking and then I was listening and I'm like oh I don't want to hear something that I shouldn't hear Aww. but then <laughs> I could what you, what, you think she was just like Flicking her bean or something. Yeah, and wow. then I was like, uh, "But are you that noisy when you do it?" Oh. Yeah, I mean, if I'm, if I'm, you know, whatever. Anyway. I'm just, I'm just curious. Like, I don't, I don't, I've never heard of anybody unless they're actually putting on a show. Like, who's that noisy when they're just, you know? I mean, at least in the same room, well, house. Well, because I'm place. doing it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyways, <laughs> I'm practicing too. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, <laughs> oh no, that's not good. <laughs> that's too that's fake. A little pitchy. Yeah, a little pitchy. <laughs> oh my gosh. So um, I, 
was listening to. I was listening because I. It sounded like well, I was thinking, what if she's choking in her sleep? <laughs> and then, and then I hear the, <laughs> the, the like really high like squeal yeah. and the uh, and the like you know where it sounds like. A squeaky toy? Yeah. <laughs> the wheezing. <laughs> and so I sent her a message and I'm like, what are you watching? <laughs> and she sent me the videos she was watching and then I start <laughs> to watch videos and I'm just Dying. laughing so much. Danger. Yeah. Danger. Danger. I was so high. But I felt today it was like noon and I was like, you know, I have to go home. I have to check on the cat and you know, make sure my laundry was got dry and stuff. But when I was driving, I felt like I was still a little bit high. Did you feel high at work? Yeah. Yeah. Where'd, yeah. You, where'd you get those things from? No, it was the same ones that Brenda have given me before. Yeah, they mm. were. Yeah, I don't I know. I feel like maybe they just, it was, it was high. It was, it like, was I think it was a high con- uh, concentrate. I don't know. Because dang. I feel like they fucked up and they just put 10 milligrams there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it wasn't 10? It was 10. I think it was I feel way like more. it was more. Yeah. No, gotcha. Because today I still felt like I even got paranoid while I was driving. I'm like, <laughs> like, oh my God, is this seizure or am I still high? <laughs> and my dumbass was like, you know, I just need to drive faster to get home oh faster. My oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that's the answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. And then once I got home, I was like, I feel fine. <laughs> when, I was, when I was pulling out last night, I, was, I don't know. I was coming to the road and right across the street is another, I don't know if it's, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't think it's a road it's just like a pull out or some shit from the complex and somebody was just sitting there with their high beams just shooting straight down that street that that the exit from the apartments are uh and i was just like what the fuck i couldn't see anything it was just like well at least i know no other cars are coming because it's pitch black so i'd see those headlights but i'm like what the fuck dude like high beams on you're just chilling here (laughs) and uh the and main main street or did you go the back way? Uh, the main main street. So like that same road that's the back way that you pull out on, like right across from right there. Assembly? Yeah, assembly yeah. or whatever. Yeah, there's like a, I don't know if it's a street on the other side. It is there. a street. Yeah, so somebody was just chilling there with their high beams on. I couldn't see shit. And I'm like, like, are you a cop waiting for somebody to speed? Like, what's going <laughs> on here? Because why the fuck are you just chilling here with your high beams blaring down this other yeah. fucking road? And so I pull away and... I'm sitting there going, fuck, tonight would be the night that I get pulled over. And like, <laughs> I'm sitting here like, I'm not even high or anything. And I'm just like getting paranoid that I'm going to get pulled over or some shit. Like I have a six pack next to me with one beer can gone. You know? And I'm like, I think I have a headlight out. I'm just like, I don't, I don't need this tonight. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. I'm glad you guys liked the food. Thank you. And the triple Lucci cake that we triple made. Triple Lucci was the shit. It was better than Nancy's. Yes. <laughs> Even that? though you didn't soak it for four hours. Yeah, because our recipe only called for one or more. And it actually was, our cake was so well made that it just absorbed everything. It perfect. was really good. Wait, how long was, well, so, okay, yeah. How long before I got there had it been done? Like when did you Soaking? get it done by? Oh, like two, like two hours, more than, two, a little more than two hours. Yeah, and then we got there a little after seven, and mm-hmm. I don't think we ate it until after nine. Mm-hmm. So it's probably very close to yeah. four hours. Just, yeah. No, it was like no. In total, it was like maybe, maybe three hours in the fridge, like soaking. Nice. That was good. Yeah. That's so good. It's very Mormon of you. Yeah. <laughs> so soaking. You. 
<laughs> who rock, who rocked the uh, bed for you? <laughs> um, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Well, segue. How's uh How's Peter? He's good. I haven't seen him a lot, a whole lot. Like he hasn't really slept over because his grandma's still sick. Have you hung out with your little at all? I'm yeah, like, I've hung out with her this week. Okay. We went. I never get updates anymore. Uh, we went to the arboretum and we walked for a, a bit, and then I br- had brought a blanket, so we had a picnic, kinda. And I brought sketchbooks, so we were sketching stuff. So we sketched. We had what a makeshift like little charcuterie board that I made, and we talked about trying to um talk about things that we both would enjoy during the summer nice together what kind of things do you guys think you'll enjoy doing because i asked her if she likes sports because you know i want to be more active if Mm. she would like to you know she's like what she likes is volleyball nice and i'm like and i'm like have you ever played tennis she's like no but i would like to try it i'm like we could try it like that will have us running back and forth she's like i like to play volleyball yeah about tennis yeah yeah <laughs> no no we can play i've played volleyball in middle school but like she actually likes it where she actually plays at school and stuff oh how old is she she's 11 oh okay it's so funny how fast kids grow because oh yeah when i first met her which is we're going on two years soon she's you know gonna be 10 and she was this tiny little thing who still needed a booster and all of a sudden she's this preteen like looking kid taller and just like i'm like how how the fuck did this happen (laughs) yeah talking about how she has a boyfriend and in the same class 11 no yeah (laughs) but she's cool she she likes to she's more on the artsy type which i enjoy um because i don't care about talking about school (laughs) (laughs) now i always ask her about what's going on in school but she's like yeah she likes to hang out with her friends and you know, she's a kid, which is nice. Does she come from a one-parent household? She comes from a divorced household. So she's one week with mom, one week with dad, one week with oh, mom, okay. one week with dad. So sometimes I pick her up at her dad, sometimes I pick her up at her mom's. But I have no relationship with the parents. We just, just like communicate that I'm going to pick her up if it's okay. Really? That's it? Yep. I don't, uh, we're not encouraged to build a relationship with the parents. Oh, wow. Just a kid. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So it's nothing like role models. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean that. Yeah. <laughs> the movie. white? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, that is one of my favorite movies, actually. I think we'll watch it tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's actually what we should have put on last night. Mm-hmm. That would have been so good. Yeah. You can't know. bullshit a bullshitter. <laughs> yeah. I've seen things. I've done <laughs> sick things. Sick thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be addicted to drugs. Now, now I'm addicted, addicted to, to helping. helping. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Jane Lynch, right? Yeah, she's, she's fucking, fucking weird. Yeah, she's so cool. I know. So I like cool. her. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch this show? Um, damn it. What the hell was it called? They were caterers. It was super, like, I think it may have been one or two seasons. Um, Jane Lynch is in it. Um, Fuck. Anyway, but she's in it, and she's a fucking weirdo in that, too. And it's so good. It's so good. 
What's it about? That straight up, they're just caterers and they're just fucking fuck ups. <laughs> that is like all That's they it? do. Yeah. Have you seen Jane Lynch in in, in Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? No, I stopped watching that. <laughs> She's like a different, you know. She plays a different character than she normally does. You kind of see like that. Oh, okay, yeah. This is this is why they cast her. It's because she could play this serious, but also funny out there character okay mm-hmm. yeah no she's she's a good one wanda sykes is too wanda sykes has her funny moments as well mm-hmm. but jane lynch takes it to that next fucking crazy <laughs> level <laughs> in glee gosh she's oh hilarious just the way she delivers her lines yeah. just so perfect yeah i mean it was so cute that she had her favorite cheerleader yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you know when they did the series episode of her sister dying she really choked me up in like the funeral scene. I was like, damn, you have more depth. Oh, <laughs> range. There you go, range. <laughs> yeah, because in the show, she's just like hilarious, like a dick. I, I love her character. Yeah. Mm. But this episode where her, her, her sister dies in the, in the episode, it's like she makes you cry because you feel bad. And Glee? Mm-hmm. Damn, I stopped watching that too. Here's the thing I love, no. I do. There's shows that I love and I'm like, damn, this is good. But it's like the first one or two episodes, one or two seasons are really good, maybe three. And then they just tank so fucking hard Mm -hmm. that it's like, oh, fuck, I just wasted how many fucking hours watching such a good show that they tanked. Yeah. Yeah. Like Game of Thrones? (laughs) Not just Game of Thrones. Firefly. Yeah. (laughs) Or you look at um, The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys ever see the show um, about a boy or the movie even? Uh, fuck. So the show, the show is basically this, I don't know, early 30s guy who once upon a time had written like a banger of a Christmas jingle or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he basically just lives off the royalties of that. And then this mother and son move in next door and they're in like town. Like, yeah, they live in. Uh, yeah, a townhouse. One I of the they... Hughes is in it, huh? Uh, British. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of the guy's name, but I I know. Well, the mother was British. Oh, okay. But the in the movie, yeah, it's um, oh crap, what's his name? It is British. Why? And he dated my girl. Yeah, Liz. Uh... Wow, we're horrible today. I know. I fuck. I don't know anything. Yeah. Um. It was really good. It was really cute. Like the chemistry between the mother and the guy neighbor and then the son were just perfect. And the relationship between this grown man and this child who's like, I don't know, six, seven, eight years old or something like that. I think it lasted maybe two or three seasons. But the chemistry between the three characters was just so on point. The first two seasons, it was very much this working single mother doing her best to raise her kid and her son's best friend is this 30 year old man who's basically a giant (laughs) fucking child (laughs) yeah but you know like is responsible enough and cares about the kid and all this Mm -hmm. stuff and the relationship between the two of them was very platonic and yeah basically platonic but like you could tell that maybe the writers were doing their best to kind of flirt with that line of like right love mm-hmm. interest versus just like no just really close or whatever and then the third season it's like they th- were just throwing whatever the fuck they could at the audience to save the show or something because all of a sudden the last episode 
all of a sudden they're like, they're like kissing and together kind of sort of okay but i'm like why why did you guys have to go there and then like two weeks after the last episode of that season it's like we'll not be returning for another season and i'm like the fuck <laughs> this is such a good show why yeah why i hate it I, I don't understand why why fucking companies just bail on really good shows yeah but it's because they are not getting the audience i guess but all this uh, it's so much better than like mm-hmm so much crap that's out there. What show has that been out there forever? That I'm just like, how is this Crazy still Supernatural? On? Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yes. Supernatural, I actually been watching. I had never watched it before. Yeah. I I can see the audience for it, but um, watching some of the shows now, or some of the episodes now, like they are very like- Campy. Campy, and they know it. Like it's very self-aware. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Breaking the fourth wall and everything. And they do it intentionally, you know, obviously to talk to the audience. But I think that's kind of the shtick of the sh- of that show as well. Ah, yeah. But I can't get into that one. I I mean, it's it's an easy one just to kind of have on the background. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like watching it. It's scary. Supernatural? <laughs> what? I don't like those kind of shows. That's the least scary show out there. It's creepy. It's got it's supernatural so entities. In it's it. so cheesy. Yeah. Well, it really is. April and I were talking about last night about how when we were younger. And Brenda would let us hang out in her room with her if we were quiet. Hugh Grant. That's who's in the Bad Boy the movie. Continue. Sorry. You're important. Keep speaking. Wait, who's Hugh Grant? British actor. Uh Um, What else? Liz Hurley. Is he? He dated my girl Liz Hurley and cheated on her with like a transsexual hooker or something? Transvestite? I have no idea. He's in love actually. Huh? No, that's uh, Colin Firth. Okay, never mind. He's in Love Actually. Um, he does a lot of chick flicks. Yeah, he does. Two Weeks Notice. Love Actually, is he the cheater? No, that was Snape. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Um, Bridget Jones. Oh, the other guy. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm just telling you what the internet uh, says. <laughs> I don't watch Yeah, because shows. Colin Firth is the other guy. Oh, okay. From Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones Diary? Yeah. With Renee Zellweger? Yeah. I never understood people's attraction to that woman. She's basic. Like, she's average. Huh. Maybe that's what the the appeal was. Is like, everybody just assumes, like, oh, she looks like a normal woman. She's Netflix. I have a shot. <laughs> 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 well, anyway, um, I, April and I, last night, were talking about how when we'd hang out, or I, we were talking about certain shows. That right. We, right. And then I told her, remember when we'd hang out? Brenda would let us hang out in her room. You know what I hated? And I would automatically just like, I'm done hanging out here. Is when she's, she was really into X-Files. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the and X-Files. once the song would start, you know, the creepy intro yeah, song? Yeah. I would, cl- I would cover my ears. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> God, I hate this stupid song. And I'm like, are you going to watch? Yeah, of course. I'm leaving already. <laughs> I used to hate that fucking show. I was afraid. Always being a scaredy cat. And it's so weird now. Like that's that made me think of something else. Like the viewing patterns of before, where you would like watch all these the big channels, the NBCs, the Fox, the ABCs, and you'd be like, you know, so excited for these fucking TV shows. And now. From my understanding, that shit's gone. I won't fucking watch. Wait for something to come on. I was like, yeah. no, I'll wait for it to stream it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, 
it makes me wonder if kids are like that too now because at least for me that's how my attention span has become it's like i think there's even less of an attention span because they got tiktok yeah quick 15 seconds of entertainment you know and see the girls are far better at like watching that like when you send me all those videos i rarely watch videos i just and they try to make me watch videos too and i just don't i just i don't have that want to watch videos some of them are funny but again i guess i don't make the time to watch those types of videos mm-hmm. it's kind of weird yeah i only watch if i'm in the mood to be scrolling and yeah. and that's the thing i don't have like i don't have instagram i don't have tiktok facebook i am back on but i barely get on there mm-hmm. i think i've lost my social media addiction you, <laughs> that's you, good it sounds like you're sad about that what <laughs> oh, shouldn't i be no yeah. oh okay <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people sit there going like i need to take a break because i'm so tied up in the political stuff and then the drama stuff and then the blah 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 blah, blah to the point where they're just unhappy people so maybe that's what happened because i had to take a break because it was all political yeah mm-hmm. and even now like i hear about um oh god damn it this whole elon musk buying twitter okay oh jesus and then i kept reading oh you know the numbers for all conservative and republicans has gone back up and subscribers and all that's got to be bullshit nope i go to work and one of the guys is like i finally signed up for twitter because you know elon musk bought it and he's like reinstating all these accounts and i'm all like does that really matter right like that's the gossip you know that's that's the thing is like it feels like I mean, social media, of course, is a big issue about it. But like even our new stuff is just turned into the gossip page. Yeah. You know, like it just feels like who like you said, who gives a shit if he's allowing people to be on the platform? My, I, mean, I, I get it on it. one hand, but the, mm. at the same time, it's like, why is everybody so enthralled with like somebody's voice that shouldn't really even matter? Well, I mean, my my thing is like what people what people really aren't focusing on and what i started thinking about is who gives a shit about this like this whole oh because some accounts were frozen or blocked or banned Mm. that's not the big picture the big big picture is we're talking about one multi-billionaire the richest man right now having complete control of a platform so at any time he can sway not only um political votes he can also tank corporations by blocking or promoting something else but that's always been the argument for a lot of these social platforms as well because google has been attacked for that as well like well how do we know you're not doing this why does it show that you're basically throttling this article right these have right. to the top of the blah and they're going because the algorithm is based on and off of what you're interested in so of course it's going to you know mm-hmm. i see here and do woodwork stuff and then I've also looked at like um, stock market stuff. The top few things of my my Google feed. Porn. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you click on one porn video and now that's all the Google wants to give you. Um, no, but it's woodworking stuff and anything related to it, whether it be tools or jigs or different woods or whatever. And then like tips from you know stock market stuff because i've you know done a little bit of research or anytime that i like when i was getting ready to go to ireland or to glacier or to mm-hmm. whatever like looking up stuff to do in those places so 
my feed is updated with that. It's surprising to me how how uncurious people are. That's not a word, but I feel like we use things like, oh, this thing just exists. This is just what it does. But we never step back and go, well, how does it work? Why does it work? Why is right. it doing this? You know, and like kind of like pull it apart a little bit to better understand what the hell we're using. And I feel like that's what happens a lot with these things. It's like, wow, it's crazy that my Google feed knows these things. We were just talking about that the other day. It's like, well, I mean, if you looked into it, you would know that if you and somebody else are talking about like, we'll stick with woodworking. I'm talking to somebody about woodworking or something. And we get talking about whatever. And then all of a sudden, like my Google feed starts showing me some things. There's an algorithm that like connects people more or less. Mm -hmm. So like if you're hanging around people who have those interests, it might start showing some of those similar interests into your Google feed Mm -hmm. just because you're within proximity. Um, Then there's obviously the conspiracies of like our phones and stuff are listening to us. Yeah, (laughs) they are. There's that too. Yeah. But again, it's like one of those, like it just, it, I don't know. I, I look at that stuff and I, I don't take the face value of it as the cold hard truth. Mm-hmm. I try to at least like actually look in and to understand it and go, okay, this is why this, this is what makes, makes sense versus being very naive and worked up about the face value of what I've heard. Oh, our phones are listening to us. Let's rage on Twitter and fight for our rights and blah. And it's like, we educate ourselves just a little bit more before we start like but they're not going to is the problem it's oh of course not i don't know it's kind of it's kind of sad we're just we're fickle and i believe it's just as the human as as the human race progresses i don't think that's going to change i really do believe this is this is just who we are we are fickle we like the easy route who doesn't even animals will you know they'll get they're going to go the easier route as opposed to you know um expending so much energy on something and sadly that's how we are yeah the media has helped with that they have helped with the dumbing us down but i mean they've they study us like you know we all have our own patterns yep but the majority of us like they can group us all together and we're going to have the same pattern. Yeah. And it's, uh, it sucks. It fucking sucks. Like I sometimes think about like how um, the Greeks, when they were introducing quote unquote democracy, mm-hmm. they just wanted um, only the educated people to vote mm-hmm. and because they knew what the fuck was going on. Yeah. And to some degree I was like, well, fuck that makes sense, but it really doesn't like democracy is broken when you actually think about it too. Yeah, because you can introduce a tool, a product, a, a whatever, and have the functionality of it serve best when, we'll say it's the educated who are using it or right. whatever. But if the majority aren't of the educated for that, it's not going to work because mm-hmm. that's like you're targeting a very small audience and the rest of the audience is in there going, cool, we're not going to play by those rules. Yep. those aren't our rules you know and it's like we can't really see what's best for us like we want to think it is but i don't and then you know when it comes to voting we truly are when it comes to the high offices we're voting for the lesser of the two evils because at this point i don't side with either one of them they're so fucking extreme Mm -hmm. that is just like what the fuck and then of course you're told we'll vote for so-and-so 
And you don't want to believe that you're throwing your vote, but you kind of are because mm-hmm. if you want to vote for the lesser of the two evils. And yeah. if you vote in the middle of the road, you know, it's going to take forever to make that change. Yeah. And even then they're going to fucking change too. You know, so it's just, it's just so. I remember um, <laughs> the first time I was able to vote, I think it was Obama. Yeah. It had to be Obama. I'm not that old. Um, <laughs> and somebody's going, they go, well, you need to vote for somebody. You should vote for somebody. What is your duty or your whatever? I'm like, first, that's very old school thought in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your duty. I go, I don't know who to vote for. Go, well, you need to get educated and you need to learn. I go, yeah, no, I've heard enough. I've read enough and watched the news enough. I don't know who to vote for because I don't like I don't fully agree or agree enough with either one. And then they go, well, you know, just vote for the lesser of two evils. And I look at them dead in the eye and go, why are we voting for evil then? Right. Like, why Like, why is that the answer? Like, why are we, you know, we're, if we're a democracy, we're all about change, and we are a culture who is, you know, cancel this, cancel that, and, you know, shouting down, shouting over those who we deem as wrong or evil or whatever, then why are we not demanding that the people that we're putting into office aren't you know terrible people why are we just saying oh well they're politicians all politicians are crap but mm-hmm. vote for the lesser of two evils it's like why don't we change that why don't we start with that why don't we start with just getting people who aren't trying to start world wars or people who like aren't just giving us lip service you know because that's all it really is at the end of the day money. well yeah of course i really wanted uh for a while i was all for ron paul I was mm-hmm. like, I thought he. I've heard was, a lot of people who were that way too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was just, he was fair. Um, and then I liked Bernie Sanders. I liked mm-hmm. what he was bringing, you know, wh- which was fucking different. It wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't what they were. What they were suggesting was drastic. Mm-hmm. Ron Paul was all about the Federal Reserve actually being audited. And I was like, fuck yes, these motherfuckers set our interest rates, you know, yes, they should mm-hmm. be audited, they should mm-hmm. be held accountable. So when he was pushing for that, I was like, all for him. And then um, he didn't win, obviously, because he was going to shake the establishment, like yeah. a legit one. Mm-hmm. And then there was Bernie Sanders, and he had great ideas, too. Um I got a lot of people are like, well, why the f- well college shouldn't be free? Why the fuck not? He was too wholesome for our for our world. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like we want to believe that this is the best country. It fucking isn't mm-hmm. if you compare it to other free nations, yeah, like first world country. Yeah, it's like come on, guys. Like there's there are there are other countries that actually do offer free college educations. There's nothing wrong with offering that, Mm-mm. and. They're like, well, you know, we lift yourself up by your bootstrap. Well, I'm sorry, but that's just not how it is anymore. Mm-mm. So there's nothing wrong with our government funding for our future by providing the education and the tools needed to make sure that the infrastructure continues to stand. There's nothing wrong with that. But people are always like, me, 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 me. No, I want, I want. And it's like they can't just think past themselves. Yeah. And it's sad. I think I was saying that was one thing, again, one of those weird things I noticed in Ireland and it simply came down to driving. I think I mentioned it before where it was just like everybody was on the road together. Everybody knew that at some point you're going to reach a bottleneck 
where multiple vehicles are trying to get by going opposite directions. Mm -hmm. And instead of just being assholes, you know, work to get through it. Or when, when we were kind of walking around, like there was never a time that I was hesitant to like ask somebody for directions or help or whatever. And it was, it wasn't, and it was simply because like, I didn't even have to, it, like, it almost was like I didn't have to ask so much as somebody would be like, oh, let me, what's going on? Let me help you. What What do you need? Or You're whatever. dumb. Let me point you in the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they did it in a very wholesome way, so you didn't feel dumb. Um, but there was never this, like, you're inconveniencing me in my path, my way, you know, fuck off or whatever. There was never that feeling. Actually, the other day when Sandra and I were in uh, Glacier, we were walking on this trail coming out to a main road and there was still ice on the path, pretty much a single file kind of walkway. This family of three is walking towards Sandra and I. And so I kind of step off to the side, let two of them go by. And then I don't know if he was the husband or the grandfather or whatever, just an older gentleman. He stands off to the side as well after the two go by. And then he's waiting for me to go by. So I go by and I say thanks. And then he's waiting for Sandra to go by. So she goes by and she goes, oh, sorry. He looks at her and he goes, don't ever apologize. We all have somewhere that we have to go. <laughs> like, and I just sat there and I was just like, that felt so deep for some reason. In that moment, I was just like, yeah, yeah, like we all have somewhere to go. Don't ever apologize. We're all just trying to get to where we need to go. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's no reason to apologize. But damn, this old guy. <laughs> he hit you with some knowledge he some did. wisdom yeah, like it wasn't even yeah. me direct i was just like i was just there to bear witness to it yeah <laughs> but it's true we all have somewhere we need to be chicken 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 beans greens potatoes beans greens potatoes beans greens potatoes you name it that does bring us to the whole sorry thing mm. women are raised to apologize so I don't want to say you're wrong because you're not, but I don't think it's just women because I mean, I apologize all the time as well. I think it takes a very conscious effort if you're raised in that kind of way yeah, to stop and go, why am I apologizing? Yeah. And then to like go from why am I apologizing to catching yourself and then stopping apologizing. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause I mean, there's plenty of things that, I mean, I won't, I won't ask help for, I won't ask people for help sometimes, not because I'm, I'm a man or whatever, so much as I'm like, I don't want to feel like I'm an inconvenience to you. Oh, yeah. I don't like to be an inconvenience. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's from a kind of a, of a cultural thing, like an American cultural thing of don't bo- stay out of the way, don't bother people. A job mm-hmm. needs to get done. And if you bother them, you're interrupting them. But that's an old school American thing because that well, yeah. is no longer. But we still have baby boomers who were alive during World War II, alive still, not many. You know, yeah. but I mean, that's that's still how far back we still have a gen. We, we have that generation still alive. Yeah. So it's not like it's that far removed from our most current generations, at least not millennials. No, no. But our current generation. Oh, those motherfuckers. I work with a lot of them. Mm-hmm. They are lazy. See, people said that about the millennials as well. They're next level. <laughs> like these motherfuckers have no sense of urgency. Like. The younger people? Yeah, 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 yeah. They, um, and it's not all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, there are some that just are busting their hump. Like, they're just fucking giving it their all yeah. and sweating and whatever. <laughs> but the ones that I'm working with are just like, 
See, I feel like I feel like that's I don't know, maybe the people who never left town. <laughs> like Oh, maybe. You know. Um, because I remember working with people like that. I've also remember or have heard people saying that about the younger generations that they work with and whatever. But then I sit there and I go, like I look at myself and I go, I was never the lazy one working when I was at one of these, you know, when I was working retail or anything like that or whatever. Like I was never one of the lazy ones. But I would have plenty of coworkers who were, and then I'd ha- have older generations saying a similar thing, like being lazy and all this stuff. I'm like, it, it sucks because that is um, the group that is being representative of, representative of, there we go, <laughs> a generation in that, we'll say, local area. Mm-hmm. Not that where you're at it's the only place that it's like that. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think in smaller, yeah, definitely in smaller towns, it's, it, it can seem like that youngest generation is just complete lazy piles of shit because, you know, that's what we see. What if it's actually not the generation, but more so the ones that live at home or the ones that don't have a lot of bills or so the ones that can skate by, they take full advantage of skating. Oh, by. for sure. I think that's what it is. I think it's more so that because I've we've got like eighteen year olds that are you know still living at home and don't have bills mm. and are just blowing money like it ain't no thing, yeah. calling in and well I don't really need to work. Like, okay. So I think I think you're probably right because thinking about it, I remember being younger. And so, you know, my parents were divorced. And then when I was like uh, 10, 11, 12, I think those three years. um, So my parents got divorced. My brothers and I lived with my mom until I was about 10 years old. And then my younger brother, my mom moved in with my now stepfather and moved away. And then my dad moved into the house that we were living in because my older brother didn't want to leave the area because all of his friends were going to the high school or whatever. Mm-hmm. So my dad's like, Oh, well then I will just, it is a better area than most other places. So I'll just move and whatever. Well, mm-hmm. my dad was li- working over Seattle. So he was, his commute was easily three hours one oh, way God. by the time all of a sudden done, if not more cause traffic. So there are plenty of times where my older brother and I were just home alone because right. that's just how it was. And then I would go, and then when I I moved back in with my mom, my freshman year of high school, and it was in a more um, upper middle class, definitely privileged area for yeah. sure. And when I showed up to there, I had I had students asking me if I was into drugs, if I was a druggie, <laughs> if I wanted to go shoot up heroin, um, or if I ever had, and all these things. Well, I came from a very underclass rural, like, yeah like fucking boonies uh area so like i dressed and looked like yeah. your lower class poor people yeah and i don't say that in like a derogatory way towards anybody anybody but i think we can understand the dirty the dirty clothes the yeah. you know and i was fucking 13 14 but years old you? so i smelled anyways were you addicted to drugs, <laughs> addicted to drugs? <laughs> and now are you addicted to uh, helping <laughs> Addicted to hugs <laughs> and helping. Um, no, anyway, so I uh, wasn't getting that. So, so yeah, so I was again. So I was moving to this more privileged, upper upper middle class 
area. And I sat there and I had so much frustration and resentment towards my peers because they were all talking about going out and partying or they were drinking or smoking and all this stuff. And I'm sitting here just like, do you not fucking realize how lucky you are? Like you're bragging because your parents were out of town and you had a party or somebody had a party and you didn't get caught or you did get caught and you're a little bit in trouble or whatever. And like, I was sitting there like, fuck you guys. Are you kidding me? I was, I was, my experience is very much like, don't do that. Cause if something goes wrong, you are fucked. Mm-hmm. Like you're already in a very lower class area. Um, you are a latchkey kid. So if something goes wrong, there's nothing my parents mm-hmm. are going to be able to do in the immediate situation at all. If cops show up because I've done something wrong, I'm fucked, you know? Right. And so I just sat there. I'm just like, you fuckers. Like, like how could you live this? Like, how could you, how do you not see how just reckless this is or whatever? And then I, would, and then I ended up going to college and it was the same kind of people going there where a lot, not a lot, but a few of them had dropped out because they were just partying so much right. and throwing it away. And I'm just like, how in the fuck? Like how, like it just baffles me. And then it was a lot of times those same people where mm-hmm. they were the ones who had parents at home who did everything for them. Right. And there was zero sense of responsibility. And then they were in college and all of a sudden they could, go wild and party and stuff because nobody was watching. They could do it whenever they want and all these things. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, man, it must suck to have never had to have any sort of boundaries and rules. boundaries mm-hmm. and self responsibility or, you know, and then all of a sudden you're thrown out into the world colleges <laughs> in the world <laughs> by no means is it, but you're thrown out somewhere where nobody's there to set rules for you. And then, you're just acting like a bunch of jackasses because you've never had to worry about consequences, yeah. significant ones at least. So <sighs> last me. month I witnessed um, this like younger looked like she was, I don't know. She was old enough to drive, but mm-hmm. she like, we were at Sonic and kind of witnessed her quit and just like storm off. She got into this really nice, expensive truck. <laughs> Jesus. And I'm like, must be fucking nice. Like, working at Sonic. Ah, you're, you're tired of the shit. Just going to go back home with my parents, drive my my parents' truck or, you know, my truck that my parents got to me. Really nice. Yeah, it was probably the truck. parents, yeah. And I'm like, fuck, must be nice. You just quit your job. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, even like when I I go to work, you know, and I see all these brand new fucking cars, brand new cars. Of course, some of them are making poor financial choices as well. <laughs> but I'm like, I kind of laugh and they're like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 my new car. And I'm like, oh, and like, what do you drive? A 2007 <laughs> Honda. <laughs> what? Why don't you have a new car? Because the one I have still works. I also don't like car payments, you know? Yep. So... Same. Yeah, I, um, you know, I've known a couple of people. They're like, oh, well, I got another roommate because it's just rents too expensive. And I got my car, my truck. Well, how much is your fucking payment? It's like seven, 700 yep. bucks. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? How did, they, how did they sell you that car to begin with? Yeah. I mean, they don't care because they're getting money. But Jesus, $700 for a car. Cosign. 
I guarantee it. Oh my God. And I'm like, no, get something cheaper. Yeah. Why do you, you, why do you need a, why do you want a roommate? Like you have a child. You shouldn't <sighs> be paying that much for a fucking vehicle. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. No, there's some shit that I'm just like, no. But again, a lot of the ones that are doing it still live with their parents. And I don't think there's anything wrong with living with your parents. Mm-mm. My thing is they need to take advantage of the fact that they are living with their parents and squirrel away your money. Mm-hmm. But they're not going or to because they're so young. Or make actual investments or. Yeah. 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 No, but I, they're young. I totally agree. Yeah. And I mean. If you think about it, we were all reckless. Maybe not you so much, but like I know for a fact I was a reckless fucker when I was, you, you know, a child-ish. I was too paranoid that I was going to fuck up, honestly. From, I, honestly, I was probably, I don't know, elementary school at least. Or maybe even right around to my, the time my parents got divorced where I sat there and I told myself, I refuse to become another statistic, another cliche, another um stereotype another statistic where i can be put into a box and be amongst all the others mm-hmm. because i I was so tired of hearing the oh you kids nowadays or mm-hmm. oh boys are this way or oh people are you know kids who are divorced or you know like right. there was a lot of pressure of like i felt there was a lot of pressure of like oh they're waiting for me to screw up and so from a very young age i was always just like nope not gonna do that i remember um, I went on, gosh, what was it? It was like a fifth, fifth grade trip or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was like an overnight trip that the school had put on and we went to this beach town and I, I don't remember why, but I was in one of the hotel rooms with, uh, the teacher and then a couple, uh, like two of the chaperones and then maybe one other kid and the rest of the kids were at the beach with the other mm-hmm. three or four chaperones or whatever. And I don't remember what they were watching. It was some chick flick and they just, I, it was just a bunch of women in there and me basically. Mm-hmm. And one other kid, these women are making comments about like how the guy is such a jerk and treating them. Mm-hmm. And like guys are always this way, blah, 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 blah. And I just sat there and I soaked that in. I'm just like, okay, so don't be that way. <laughs> I like, I refuse, I refuse to be amongst that group of individuals that can be thrown. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm not going to be thrown that, that I want to know in my heart that I'm not one of those guys where it's like, Oh, treating women bad or treating people, just people bad yeah. really yeah. being selfish, all these things. And so whenever I find myself sitting there going, am I doing something that's going to put me back in that box of that statistic? That's when I'm all of a sudden like getting self-conscious about shit. And so, um, fuck, where was I going? Um, that's why, that's the way you are. With that's men. exactly why, the way I am. And a lot of things. Yeah, basically. Well, the reason why I'm the way with my money is because I've always had to be, since I, for a very young age, no money, you know, because mm-hmm. there was too many of us. So yeah. mm-hmm. no allowance or no such thing as an no allowance. allowance. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, how you'd get money to get a fucking candy at the store. Go to the store. Here's 50 cents. Here's a dollar. No, we didn't get a dollar. We got quarters. <laughs> yeah. I remember we were, when my parents got divorced, they tried putting, or they uh, not tried, they put us into therapy and they were complaining about chores or some shit like that. And the therapist was like, well, what if you get like a reward for doing your chores? Like maybe a nickel or a quarter or something. <laughs> we were, at least myself and my older brother were just way too 
I don't know, smart, I guess, because we're like, the fuck does a quarter buy? I'm like, yeah. clean the dishes for a quarter? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> so, well, like growing up that way, you know, people are like, oh, we're going to do this. Do you want to come? And I'd always have to be like, oh, I don't know. I can never just right away say yes, you know, mm. because it was about money's involved. So I can't just say yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so that's what something that I wanted to get out of growing up. Like, I want to be able to say yes if I want to, mm-hmm. you know, so um, in high school, if, you know, oh, we're going to go see a movie or there's this dance like and I would be like, let's all go. And I'm like, maybe, you know, I have to check yeah. to see if my mom lets me to see if my mom will give me like some money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I hated asking her for money because I know that we didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. And if she'd give me like 20 bucks, I'd be freaking happy. I try not to spend it. And. Um, I was fortunate enough to have friends that always shared their like stuff with me. Yeah. You know? yeah. They were around the same boat as us, but a little bit better off. You know, they lived in a house, not in government housing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So growing up and finally having a job, I'm like, I want to be able to say yes, if I want to. I don't want yeah. money to be an ob- like something that stops me. I want to be able like, hey, we're going to this tri- weekend thing. Um, do you want to come? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Like, I have money. <laughs> you know, I just like, I don't even got to look at the price. I'm just going to say yes. Yeah, I got and that's, money. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the way that I wanted to be. I just, yeah. I hate it. That money, obviously, is always whether you could do it or not. You know, do I have enough money? And yeah. I always wanted to get out of that. Did you ever feel shame? Yeah. Yeah. I never said that money was the reason. I just said, yeah, maybe. But I was never like, even as I got older, I was never like, oh, I don't know if I have enough money for that. I would never say that because... It was it was a shame thing. Yeah. Like I'm poor. Yeah. I can I remember the first time that I ever felt shame for not even like it wasn't like I was ashamed of my mom or my parents or anything. It was just like that shame of like I felt like I was letting somebody down. So being younger, my older brother and I played soccer. Both of us were pretty good at it, but we're two years apart, so we could never be on the same team. Mm-hmm. But one of the coaches thought my older brother was really good, so he's trying to get him onto like a private league team or something like that. I basically my mom could afford for one of us to play soccer and because my older brother was doing so well or something like that he was going to get to play all the while like all my friends and parents of my friends were like hey you're playing soccer this year I was like oh yeah yeah I am but then I found out that I wasn't going to be able to and I felt so ashamed because it's like you had said you did yeah my mom was honest she's just like well I just can't afford it this year sorry you know, maybe we try something else later on or whatever. But I was so embarrassed because then I kept being asked by all my friends and their parents, like, oh, have you signed up yet? I haven't seen your name on there yet. Are you signing up? And I'd be like, yeah, I think so. Um, Maybe. I think so. Um, And then finally the season starts and I didn't show up to any practices for like a week um, or that first week. And then they'd be asking, aren't you, aren't you playing? Like, um... I don't know. And they finally asked my mom. She just told me like, Oh yeah, no, we won't weren't like can't afford it this year. And then they're like, Oh, I wish we would have known Cody's been, Cody's been saying for the last month that he's <laughs> going to be or something like that. And I was, it was just cause I was so embarrassed. I was just yeah. like, I, and again, it had nothing to do with my, you know, my mom or my dad or anything. It was just kind of that like money. I'm embarrassed because money is the issue. Money is the thing that's stopping yeah. me from being able to like, yeah, from a, on this team, from a, my friends. a young age, I learned that I could not be into any of the 
after school activities like yeah. dance or cheer or any kind of sport because that shit's expensive. Yeah. Especially when you're poor and there's, you know. So uh, even though I want may have wanted to be part of something like that, mm-hmm. I was just pretending like I wasn't into it because... Yeah. No, there's no way for that. There's money for that. <laughs> well, I think that's why I got into running so so much and so easily is because like it is probably the cheapest sport to get into. Yeah. You just have to buy a pair of ten- tennis shoes, you know. Too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> why are you trying to show off? There's truth to that. I mean, they can be. I mean, obviously, like the the correct footwear is definitely <laughs> you know too expensive. But if you are getting a new pair of shoes, like I ran in the same shoes for over a year you know or more and so they may have cost 40 or 60 bucks but those are my shoes for the year or the next two years or whatever you know and as a young kid you're not running that much but you're just wearing the same clothes and crap that you would be otherwise so growing up because you guys you you guys actually brought back a memory is i did play basketball and i played basketball for Hazard Park. I played for Ramona Gardens, uh, their gym, and I played for um, junior high. I played for a little bit, and then I played my varsity year in high school. So the first year, my mom paid for it, and she would help pay for a lot. But I was good enough that they would fund me. Mm. Like um, the they would provide the jersey. Um, the rides and all that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but when I got to high school, um, and my mom would come to some of my games when I was playing for the park. Cause she, you know, I was young and, uh, she enjoyed coming. And I think it, I think as soon as she started hitting the church, she stopped coming to my games. Mm-hmm. So when I was start starting to play for high school, which she, she ended up paying, I believe for that one. Mm-hmm. And mind you, when Tit says, you know, my mom, you know, she wasn't spending, a, uh, she couldn't spend a lot of money. She did spend money on me um, because I was into sports. So I was, I was getting expensive shoes, you know, because they were, they were going to be used for basketball and basketball yeah. shoes are not fucking cheap. Yeah. And you don't want to be playing in tennis shoes. You want you something can't. to give you that. Yeah. You've got to make sure you've got everything. that ankle support. Yeah. Um. So I remember I would, I started playing for, um, the high school and I was a ninth grader and I made the varsity team. I made the varsity team because I can outplay their fucking players. I played with them. We grew up in the projects and if they mm-hmm. were on the outskirts and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they were seniors and I knew their game, you know, and I, I played with them, but I learned to play basketball from, um, you know, black kids. So, mm-hmm. you know, they taught me the game because yeah. we were playing out in Fairfax and just you're balling, which is the only reason why I think, my game was so evolved, but that's what got me. My game being so good is what got me to play for free. Mm, it mm. was because they knew that I could play. I was a lot better than, you know, the majority. Mm. And they also took pity on the fact that my mom had five fucking daughters. Mm. <laughs> and they would be like, and they would ask, like, oh, can you play? I was like, no, my mom can't afford it. Oh no, no worry, we'll take care of it. But mm. I would tell them that, like, no, my mom can't afford that. Yeah. Um. Oh no, 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 we'll pay your dues. Oh, okay, cool. You know, and I'd th- I'd get a jersey, or I'd tell them I can't. Or, yeah. And then I don't know where they'd be like, well, we're gonna pick you up and blah blah, and I'd get like this fucking jersey that didn't fit. <laughs> 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 I remember there was one game. They're like, well, here's your jersey. I'm like, okay. I was just like, and I remember going out and playing at, in El Sereno. 
And like after the first half, I go and sit down. I have like a ripped jersey coming all the way down my <laughs> armpit because oh, I was just, geez. you know, yeah. too big for it. But <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I didn't pay some of the dues because of that. High school I did, but then high school my mom stopped going to my games and I was like, oh, fuck it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm done. I know. I remember from a very young age as well. I, I'm sure I could have with school because a lot of school sports were free. I mean, you still have to pay for the gear. Mm-hmm. Um but that was really it. Uh, but I remember, you know, I'm I'm sure I could have at any point in time been like, oh, we can't afford it or whatever. And I'm sure somebody would have helped. But there was uh, two things going on. One was definitely a little bit of pride and, st- and such there because I, I, again, was in this lower class area. And I knew that I wasn't, I wasn't poor, poor like some of these kids were. And so there's a little bit of that, of that ego of like, oh, they're the ones who need help. I don't need help, you know. But then there was also on that same kind of thought line of like, oh, no, they are the ones who need help. I I really don't. Like, You didn't get free lunches? Mm-mm. We were at that like just enough of middle class that you couldn't, but... Mm not you know what i mean that 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 lower end of middle class where like you don't get help for nothing and so like part of it was just like okay well they need the help like i don't not and it like on twofold one of an ego but then also of like if there's going to be help given to somebody it should be to people who my peers who actually need it more than i do like they're barely like i they, they showed up to school every single year and i went to school with them for five plus years some some of them and I don't think I ever saw them with anything brand new ever. Not necessarily like brand new shiny, but like even brand new to them. Like they always had the same jacket. They always had the same shirt on. They always had the same pants and shoes and everything for five years straight or whatever, you know? And so it was very obvious to me, like if somebody's going to have help or need it, it should be given to them. Cause I at least, you know, every year might get, a new you know a new couple pairs of clothes of some sort um and i did have a couple of people in my life that were helpful in many ways mm-hmm. maybe not necessarily financially but like they were helpful in ways and so it was kind of one of those i don't know i think i learned a lot of life lessons at a very young age mm-hmm. if i'm comparing myself to people that i've met because there are some things where people tell me as an adult like oh like I don't. Even, I can't even think of anything right now, really. But oh, I remember. I think it was my senior year of high school, or maybe my freshman year of college, or something like that. It doesn't matter. Somebody, I had a, a peer. We were doing dishes after a dinner, and they were like leaving soap all over them and all these things, like a life skill. Like no, no, it was like rinse all the soap. Off. Oh no, it's good enough. It's like just rinse the rest of it off, and just the things that they would do, like those little small things that like people do or don't do when cleaning or whatever and i'm like no there's a certain way to do some of these things this is clear the first time you've ever done this mm-hmm. i've been i've been doing this since i was seven years old i you know have you ever cooked anything no oh okay well um it makes sense why you burnt the eggs <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know here let me show you how i roasted a turkey at 10 years old or <laughs> or yeah. you know or a or a pot roast or whatever, you know? And so like, there's just little weird things like that and other, you know, actual like life lessons, but like, Oh, maybe, um, 
maybe I shouldn't steal something or maybe I shouldn't whatever because of my life circumstance circumstances. I felt like there's a lot of things that I learned that it baffles me. It definitely baffled me for sure when I was a younger adult that my peers still had yet to learn or experience or I don't know, like, oh, well, I shouldn't get blacked out drunk and put myself in a risky situation where things are whatever. Yeah, you, yeah, that's probably probably something you shouldn't do. <laughs> and so you brought up the like the shame or whatever, but we knew we were poor. Um, my mom, I this is one another memory that's just coming back. She would wake us up really early for either food bank, toy drives or like things like that and we'd mm. walk miles especially if it was around christmas time or you know those yeah. kind of things and there yeah. was an event a neighborhood that wasn't our neighborhood there's free guys it's free for everybody yeah we'd go yeah yeah so she'd get us up all of us because she had all her kids and i you know she'd obviously take me with her too and we'd go and uh, i fuck i hated it i absolutely hated it I was um, too young. I was like, ah, free stuff. Yeah, for me, it, it was a. It, I was shamed to do yeah. that. I was ashamed to do that. And uh, but I, you know, I had to go. My mom wanted me to go. Yeah. So we'd walk miles. I remembered it. One of them was in a Catholic church. It was a big fucking church, but it was yeah. far from us. Yeah, it was like downtown or something. Yeah, it was, it was like an hour or two away. Walking. Walking. Wow. Yeah. With. Five fucking kids, my mom, until, you know. Because there was no car. Mm-hmm. Right. There was no, yeah, public transportation all the time. And uh, so that was one. And then there was a, we did a few of those. We did a, we did, we did a, f- a few food banks. Um, we would also do um, the projects. They would also have toy, toy giveaways. And that one you'd have to wake up early. Yeah. And there were already fucking lines. And it's the entire fucking neighborhood going there, you know, because everybody was poor. Yeah. Obviously, there's fucking other ones that were quote unquote poor. But yeah. these motherfuckers had brand new cars. They all, it was just like they work the system. Yeah. But my mom was so against that, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. that she, she is the one that I think the reason why, the girls and I are so highly ethical is because of her. Yeah. yeah. Um, because yes, she would use the tools that were there to help her and her kids, but she'd never abused the system. She yeah. made sure that to we learned that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she hated it. She said that she always hated because that's, that's another fucking walk we would have to have is when we had to go to the fucking, um, either the wick office mm. or office. Yeah. yeah. Which one? The welfare place or the welfare one. Gosh, it was always so depressing in there. Yep, yep. And then my and you could tell my mom hated it, hated having to do that, but she did it because you know questioned a lot. Like they make you feel like like you're a criminal. I would remember my mom would get really like pissed off with people helping her. Mm -hmm. Isn't that so so upsetting though? Because like like the only. We'll say the only the only reason why they're being that way is because there are so many people that you've already kind of highlighted that are taking advantage and manipulating and abusing the system that it really fucks the people who are trying to be as honest as possible and just Mm -hmm. saying, you know, hey, I just need a little bit of help. But when you abuse the system, you get used to it and you Mm. never get out. You stay there. 
because you're like well i'm used to i want to live in yeah government housing for the rest of my life and pay very little money and just not get out of what's supposed to be just till you get off your feet off the ground right yeah 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 close enough yeah yeah well and that's the thing is like i think what's really shitty with we'll say this classism your income or whatever is that there is a gray area between we'll say each level of uh economical status mm-hmm. to the point where i mean fucking the pandemic was the is easily the poster child for why why it's so easy or for why it's so easy for people to want to stay on welfare and food stamps and everything because they're making more than the jobs that want to pay them and so right there's this middle area that's kind of gray where it's okay. I'm poor, but I am basically being provided for by the government so I can survive and live and still have a, we'll say happy life. That next step of lower income, not poor, but lower income, there's a little bit of space in there where maybe the government isn't helping out so much. And now I'm not living as good because I'm in that kind of gray area where it, I'm transitioning out of needing to have help. So I'm going to take a pay cut more or less. Mm-hmm. And then you transition into lower middle class. Same thing. Oh, now government's not helping me much, if at all. And now I'm really struggling because I'm not making what I was making. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't, I'm not making what I was getting. My healthcare isn't um covered as well as it was or whatever and then you get to middle class and the finally when you get to middle class i think hopefully maybe i don't know that's where you know really no longer really have to worry about those things that the government was providing for you because hopefully you have a job and a career or whatever that takes care of those things as well but i think it's those middle spaces those gray areas where oh i'm i'm moving up and i'm getting less help and now I have less money. Yep. Like that's that space right there. That's really getting people stuck because it's not a one for one trade of, Oh, finally got a job. Now I can stop being poor. Cool. Stop relying on the government. Cool. I make enough that I can take care of myself and not worry about anything else. Nope. Not so much. Cool. Got a minimum wage job. Work to me hours this week. No longer get benefits, but I can't survive without these benefits. So let me go back to a part-time minimum wage job. Yep. It fucking sucks. It really does. I bet suck. It does. I feel bad for a lot of people, especially the ones that are right at that gray area that you say, yeah. and they have kids and mm-hmm. they're struggling to feed their kids. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, this system is so broken. Mm-hmm. It's so broken. It's so shitty. Yeah. At the same time though, it's that transition phase. That's just mm-hmm. really fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it, perseverance is one thing that you know you have to be able to fight and struggle and push mm-hmm. through it yep you do need a little luck because that, that's true there is you know you need a real fucking support system too yeah yeah like, to be able to make it and i luckily i'm i'm i don't know where the fuck i'm at but i don't struggle you know yeah um do i want to do everything i you know that's offered no um like do, can I, I mean sorry can i financially afford everything that you know that's offered no i can't um but at the end of the day i'm still a homebody so it's not something that bothers me you know yeah. i am where i'm at 
because I did get lucky. I got mm. I was lucky enough to find people who believed in me. And even though I was a shitty fucking angry person, they saw um something inside me that they they felt that they could develop. Yeah. And they mentored me and made sure that they kept pushing me to come out of my fucking dark cloud and then be be a little more responsible. But they've I've had I still have people around me that have, you know, continued to mentor. And um but if I had to do everything all over again, I would I would finish college. I would have I wouldn't have finished it. But then again, I just don't know because of my depression. When I was younger, it was so bad. Mm-hmm. So bad. Um the fear of failure was there. Um the cost of it was there. Uh, there was just so much and I, no want either. It's like, it was a, like a want, but not a real want. Cause depression doesn't really let you want things Yeah, because you don't really think of your future as yeah. like for me, like seriously, uh, 25 was my deadline. Like I tell everybody like, no, it was a deadline. Well, what kind? No, like dead yeah. <laughs> line. Like yeah. I was like, that was my goal, like deadline. So college and all of that shit was out of the picture i was going to be a miserable fuck mm. uh even now it's you know it's i don't have Remember? a deadline <laughs> but i would hope that okay medication is expensive my medication without my deductible fully being met is about about 150 a month so that's pretty expensive yeah and then it doesn't it doesn't become free until usually usually around June when I've you know gone through all of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's what eight or nine hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of money that just you know yeah. I'm pumping out to just get my pills or whatever. But let's say I stop taking meds or whatever. How quickly would I go spiral. from yeah yeah the spiral is what I worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, so things like that. It's like yeah, I can see that I might have right now i'm fine but with maybe with a college degree if i do spiral i can always you know <laughs> i still have a career or something right there maybe hopefully maybe yeah. so i worry with my just retail i really do that is a concern for me like i wonder like fuck i'm gonna get old i'm gonna i don't know physically not be able to do things i'm like what the fuck am i gonna do if something is so you know shaken and mm. or you know whatever that it, that everything changes and I, I can't provide for myself so things like that i do worry about yeah and i'm pretty sure middle class i think it's more of a middle class and um in that gray area where people worry about that so basically i'm saying you guys have to take care of me when i get old <laughs> <laughs> all right i was gonna say i would i would take take brenda in <laughs> i mean we're gonna is, get married. It is my home I for need, battered women. I know. I need a my my citizenship, so we're gonna get married. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just no, kidding, I, say, I would I would take I would take living poor with a strong support system of friends, family, strong community over being financially set and having no one no one to depend on or feeling like there's nobody to depend on. Yeah, because that is the worst. Not knowing how to ask for help because there's shame um not knowing who to ask for help because there's potential for rejection mm-hmm. and then at some point it's like why waste my time if it's just going to be rejection after rejection or yeah 
or um especially being like a guy as well there's that piece of me where i'm just like is this one of those things that i'm a guy so i should just know like i mean obviously I, like on on many levels i'm like that's dumb but there's still a part of me is like oh shit is this something that i should know because i'm i'm a guy and like if i know people i'd be like oh i have no problem asking this person like yeah they know me but yeah. like going up to some i don't know person being like hey can you help me with this can you help me with an oil change i, mean, I know how to change <laughs> oil but you know what i mean it's like um i think i should know that i'm adult i'm a man i should know how to change my own oil or whatever right which sounds really dumb to me but there's those still i that's probably my weirdest or strangest i guess insecurity of me is one of those like asking for help and then not necessarily i don't know if it's like judgment so much as just like i don't have to explain feel like i have to explain why i can't do something or why i'm asking for something just say who are you the cops right <laughs> but it's like nobody's gonna ask me like oh, yeah well, nobody's gonna nobody's ask gonna you. ask me like why do you need help with this it may also just because I've, I've been around people where I, I'm sure we've all done it ourselves or been around people where like we'll see somebody doing something and they're just trying to go about their life fucking doing whatever they're trying to do mm-hmm. to get on. Right. And you have people sitting there kind of mocking them or. Yeah. What the fuck? That's so fucking weird. Why are they doing that? Let's get, like, for example, I remember when I was living in Montana, I had this neighbor. Um, he only ever rode his bike. I was living in an apartment complex and he took, God, this guy was a genius. Actually, he took <laughs> an abandoned or maybe from a, from a thrift store, baby stroller, but like one of those really big, nice ones. Mm-hmm. And he modified it to be a little mini trailer to put behind his, his bike. <laughs> and that's what he rode around with so that he could like do grocery shopping and stuff. Oh, that's cool. And I saw him out the window and I was just like, the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> right. But but I obviously I noticed it wasn't even judging, but it was they'll comment on what is he doing. And I met the guy; he was very centric, but super cool. And I said, "Yeah, I noticed that. That's that's awesome. Like that's crazy. I've never really thought." He goes, "Well, it serves the same purpose. It was way cheaper than buying an actual trailer for my bike, so that's why I did it." And I'm just like, "Damn, that is smart, you know." But I sit there and I think I've heard enough people who'd be like critical of that oh like, yeah oh that's yeah that's tacky that's it's fucking ghetto ghetto that's yep. whatever it's just like but i also remember growing up doing those kind of things too we're just like i i had a need i filled the need mm-hmm. with what i had available and it works you know like very much pragmatic and practical over showy and what it looks bougie. like bougie <laughs> yeah but then you know after a while of hearing people being critical it's like oh maybe Maybe that's that's what it looks like to be poor, and I don't want people thinking that I am or whatever, you know. So, that's and then you see I, all these life hacks, and you're just like, "Motherfuckers, I've been doing this since a child." As a, being a poor little fucker, yeah. that's why I never use coupons. Yeah, I was embarrassed. I would yeah, never use coupons. Fucking, yeah. No, I do. <laughs> Even at restaurants? No, no, no. See, that's the one. Why don't we use them at restaurants? Wait, wait, at like fast food places? No, f- fast food is easy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a problem with fast yeah, food. I, I can a... use coupons there. Yeah. No. But not You at... won't? I mean, I don't think I have like like if I do like Papa Murphy's or something, I might. Yeah. Like coupons. pizza places, maybe. Yeah. But like Oh, I fucking do McDonald's, Burger King, yeah. whatever coupons. fucking thing. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. It. When I go up to the drive thru window, yeah. I have a coupon. Yeah. <laughs> I have I use it. No yeah. shame. Yeah, me, yeah. But when I was younger, I'd be like, I don't want to use a coupon. 
yeah. Why the fuck does that mentality change? Because cause, cause it's, cause it's, we're earning the money. And when we're younger, somebody has given us the money. I also see it like, some things for me, it's like, it's smart money sense. But growing up, it was very much like, oh, we're doing this because we can't afford it otherwise. Mm-hmm. And so then it's, to me, it brings me to that mentality of like, this is this is a poor person mentality and I don't want to be poor. Yeah. I want to get out of that mentality so I can keep progressing and moving forward in life and Mm -hmm. be set or whatever. And so for me, there are some things where it's just like, that's, that's something I did to survive because I needed to do that. I don't need to do that anymore because I'm not in that space anymore of survival. So don't live like that. Even though, fuck, I'll coupon for days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like actual, like from like magazine or from newspaper and stuff. Mm-hmm. Dude, back in the day when I was, well, I guess a college time after college, I was buying so much stuff for pennies. <laughs> like oh, deodorant, paper towels, laundry <laughs> detergent, cereal. Like so I wanted good. to, when those, when that shit was like big, I wanted to learn how to do that. <laughs> Dude, it's not hard. So, okay. <laughs> we can wrap up soon, but so Albertsons, I, yeah, they merged with Safeway in a lot of places, but yeah. I think they still do the same Albertsons types of coupons or whatever. Yeah. So they do like, or they did like double or triple days or something like that. Yes. Yeah. And then you just, you just buy a Sunday paper, which is like two bucks or something like yeah. that. It might be five. Oh my God. Time. But I used to work at a hotel that we would have like five or six of them show up <laughs> and we put them out for people or the guests. And so before the shift would even start, because I was a, a graveyard, I take all the coupons and I go through and I cut them out or I'd bring them home and then I cut them out because nobody, nobody traveling wants the gives fucking a shit. Yeah. The coupons. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, the gal that I was dating on our day off, we would, we would go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we only clip the stuff that we actually would use or yeah. need. That was the other thing too, is, is. It was, I wouldn't be picky about anything. That's why I'm the same way when it comes to like food. Like, oh, what do you want to eat? Like, I don't fucking care. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's food. <laughs> like uh, when I was living in OMAC, uh, I would use their coupons all the time. I, the Safeway, I think is what it was. But like, yeah, it would be like buy fucking eggs or whatever yeah. for like a dollar. Yeah. And I didn't even need them, but I'd yeah. buy them and take them to work. Buy like... <laughs> something something milk for like uh, a dollar and like a quantity of four yeah i'd fucking buy it and take it to work <laughs> yeah exactly and or yeah sometimes i'd call you guys like oh guys i got this oh. yeah 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 oh, i bought like these feet this meat this meat that was on sale do you guys want to make it let's <laughs> yeah. make something okay yeah yeah well and that was again one of those other mentalities where i'd just be like Oh, I can get this style of deodorant. I don't really like it, but it's cheap. Let's do it. Yep. Right. And so it was another one of those like mentalities <laughs> where I'm just like, I can't afford to be picky. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, and so, but now that I've like become more successful and stuff, there's times where I'm like, no, I know, I know it's dumb to pay more for this, but I can afford it. And you like it. I like it. And I want to, I want it. Yeah. You know, I don't, I yeah. <laughs> So I, I bought it. it. I got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so I think those I have those kind of um I guess mental blocks when it yeah. comes to doing certain things because it's like no no I 
did that because the only reason I was doing that before is because I couldn't afford not to. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I don't have to worry about it as much or if at all. I'm far more picky when it comes to perfume. That's the only thing that I know I won't pay cheap for. I've never found, I haven't found a perfume that I like that is like. I'm going to tell you right now, though, there is a significant difference between your run of the mill cheap perfume versus when you get up there to even your Calvin Klein's, they smell a little better. But when you get into like your Dolce and Gabbana's, your Prada's and all that shit, holy fuck, they smell so good Mm -hmm. and they last a lot longer and they're just they're just fantastic (laughs) basically i'm bougie when it comes to what i'm spraying on myself dolce and gabbana all the way i have a prada one prada and i don't like it that's sad apparently it's like a neutral clone or something but i'll let you smell it i don't like it there's one that i want to buy I, I forgot what it's called, but my coworker uses it and he's like, it's a hundred dollar bottle. I was like, oh my God, it smells fucking heavenly. Yeah, I'm going to go get it. I'm going to have to ask him <laughs> what it is, but fucking shit. He doesn't even wear that much, but it like he walks by and it's that, uh, that you, ca- oh. you catch that. Oof, yeah. Like and it's that. like, oh my God, that smells good. Yeah. He's like, thanks girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So when it comes to perfumes or colognes, I will spend. Yeah. When a man smells good, it's like amazing. When anyone smells good, it's amazing. Yeah, but I'm just saying when gives like, her that wop. When yeah. when a man smells like really nice cologne, but it's not too strong, it's just a little hint. It's so good. See, I like I like perfume on women. Not all the time. Like I've dated women who just didn't, but there's times that I've dated one and I was like, oh my god, her fucking perfume was intoxicating mm-hmm. it was just so good um but then there's dudes too that their cologne just mixes so well with them and you're like oh my fucking god like this yeah. is so good i don't know it's probably like pheromones and shit that mixing <laughs> yeah. and i'm like damn oh, show splash buddies splash buddies puddle buddies segue Thanks for joining us today, everybody. Thank you. Be Bye-bye. sure to like, share, subscribe, and all that good stuff. This has been Lil FedEx. Oh, this is Christina. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that was Triple Lucci right there. <laughs> With Lil like, FedEx. Triple Triple Luchin. <laughs> triple Chin. <laughs> I like that. Triple Luke Chin reminds me of like a Mortal Kombat game. (laughs) (laughs) Finisher. Yeah. And this is Booty Call Brenda. Thank you for listening to Where Am I Going podcast. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Subscribe. Share. 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 And then um, you can email us us at, we'll have to do that one again. (laughs) You can email us at whereamigoingpod at gmail.com. You can listen to us on Spotify, Spotify and, and Apple. Apple. And follow us on Instagram at Where Am I Going Pod. Perf. Perf. Toodles. Bye. Bye. Bye.